can't remember. It's something they give. <laughs> it is you, one or the other. They it, they <laughs> give it to you in the bag, and I put that on there, and it's delicious. That schnoz is delicious. I'm whatever about the grilled chicken sandwich, but the spicy grilled is actually yeah, really spicy good. grilled chicken sandwich all day, er day. Love it. Brought to you by Chick Fil A. Anyway, let's start. Hello. Or yeah, <laughs> sponsor us, Kathy's. I, would, I don't think Chick Fil A would ever sponsor us. <laughs> but we'll hello, watch whatever hello. movie they want. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, welcome to Too Much Free Time Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Yes. <laughs> nice. And John Girdler. Yes. It's been, sorry, it's been a few weeks. I know, we're a little off. I can already yeah. sense it, guys. Since you, we're, we're just not... The computer's you know, like the not yet. centered. <laughs> we're just not in the My flow. Chakras our minds and our hearts are not centered yeah either. Well, and it's sunday and they should be yeah it, it, it's been long enough to where i didn't know whose turn it was so i kind of hijacked and just made it my turn i may have gone twice in a row but who's keeping count john is <laughs> so was it my turn <laughs> it was john's turn it was i'm just kidding i actually don't know my, my mind's not centered i don't know not centered but um yeah i picked the movie we're about to talk to which is just referred to as house the most generic name ever uh, it's a 1985 horror film. I picked this because legitimately I thought this movie was a fever dream I had as a child. I like this is one of those movies like a lot like um, Night Flyer with Peter. This is a movie I must have saw like parts of in a hotel with my brother somewhere when we were kids. And I have distinct memories of the weird, gross monster hand in the toilet. I have a distinct memory of him being in the kitchen with the cops and him talking to the cops on the porch about how he's cleaning his gun and it just went off. Like, such distinct (laughs) memories of that. Yet I never was able to find this movie. And a colleague from work brought up how she watched some random movie and was describing it, and it instantly hit. Same one who had the night flyer. She's like the Oracle. <laughs> wow. I wonder what she has next for us. Uh, yeah. John, you should talk to her. She'll, yeah. find, <laughs> She'll find that movie You know what my you. movie is for that? Or show? Sorry to hijack this. No, but no, no. like the Stephen King, it was like a mini series of the Lagoovelins Le- Le- or something. Of the uh, Langoliers? Yes, Langoliers, that. That's Langoliers. my equivalent of what y'all have experienced. <laughs> Because I discovered it years later, and I was like, "That's the movie or show." I guess I remember it as a. Kid. It was like a mini series, yeah. Or whatever. Why do we all have it's? It's always it's bad TV movie style horror films that do that, isn't it? I mean, out of those three, I think mine mine is the most dramatic. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Marx's. I, I mean, mean, this one was do bonkers. The end scene. Where's the end? This mo- house is tame. House is pretty tame. I will say it's tame, but I would say uh, as a child, the monsters stick with you a lot more. Yeah, the, the costumes see that. of the monsters in this are pretty, like no CGI, no real special effects, almost to the detriment. Yeah, it's I, practical. I mean, Vietnam is definitely shot in some local botanical gardens. Yeah. The Vietnam scenes <laughs> killed me. They're awful. They're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Let me so to break down the description of this movie is a horror writer returns to the house that he grew up with up in with his aunt after she has committed suicide to try to finish the Did no, he his grow vid- up? Yeah, there? he grew up. Okay. There. He said it. He said it. I mean, I missed some things for sure. Oh, my notes are all over the place. But <laughs> yeah, he returns to his house to finish his next book. He's been writing horror books. And his next book is his personal tale about his experience 
envy Vietnam. Because the 80s weren't up full enough. Right. With my and take on Vietnam. Every single person in this movie tells him it's a bad idea to write his book about Vietnam. <laughs> Even his fans at the very beginning. Yeah. Which he had a lot of different fans. He that's, did. That's my first note, is I've never seen such a diverse cast of characters. Quite the demographic. Site. And it almost looks like a fishbowl lens. Yeah. And I don't get what the point of that. Like, why were his fans all over the place in terms of their excitement? Some of them were normal. Like, it was like the punk rock girl was super normal. I'm like, I really enjoyed your book. She's like, oh, I like your hair. And that was it. And then the guy in the business is like, oh, I really hope you <laughs> write a good book next time. Uh, I knew we like, were in for a treat off. at that scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good, like, baseline of, oh, this is going to be bad, but maybe fun bad. <laughs> the opening credits felt like uh, Stranger Things. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. I felt like they... It, they also felt like an after afterthought. Like, I felt like they realized they didn't have, like, an opening credits set up, and they were like, I mean, we shot outdoor exterior <laughs> house, right? Just, like, put it in <laughs> negative, and we'll just show that, and that's pretty creepy, right? Yes. By the way, <laughs> I am convinced, I couldn't find anywhere, but I am convinced that the house, I don't know if they filmed inside the house or if the inside of the house was a set and they just used a different exterior, but the inside like walk-in area and then the steps to upstairs, that's definitely the same house and or set they used in the TV movie of It. That's the house um, Stan goes into and gets attacked by the, the old lady. 100%. Well, if IMDb trivia is to be believed, it's a house they found in California, and they took four to six weeks to refurnish and like redo oh, they just the like interior built into a house. Yeah, yeah, they just like uh, that's not old enough looking wallpaper. <laughs> that wallpaper was rough, but uh, the lawn looked good. This mirror doesn't lead back to Vietnam. When they're at the construction, people are there. We need like I don't know if you guys have this like on the truck or we need to order this part, but like we need. A uh, bathroom mirror, clearly, you know, for medicine cabinet and stuff. But we want to be able to throw a stool through it, and we can go into Vietnam. And rappel down, yeah, <laughs> yeah. to Vietnam. Into, into Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to order that part. <laughs> Hear that, listeners? That's this movie. <laughs> That's what we're about to talk about. But, yeah, the house was kind of all over the place of design. The outside looked like it hadn't been touched in years. The inside looked cleaned, which I guess they set up when the realtor guy's like, we cleaned up some stuff. But then the <laughs> pool in the backyard is super nice. Mm-hmm. It's like a grotto-style pool out of nowhere. I don't know. It's it's a weird house, and I guess it's supposed to be because it's haunted. But uh, maybe, I w- <laughs> maybe it no, is, dude. This movie is so. I don't. At the end, I was like, so what happened? It has to be haunted because the neighbor saw the monster. Did was he even there? The neighbor was totally there. Was he? Cause yeah, because... At, at the very end. So apparently, before all that shit hits the fan at the end, he's asleep on the couch with his shoes on the, the side. And then he goes off and Rambos it in Vietnam and saves his son and all that. <laughs> right. At the end, when he comes out of the front door, guess who comes over? It's his neighbor. Well, I guess he left the house. I guess he wasn't there. He was. <laughs> Just like his but, wife got shot. Well, we well, saw no, Sandy. That was different. Sandy walked up and saw the fire on the second story, like the, all that was happening. Oh, no, the fire happened. Well, yeah. He, he lit that puppy on there with the neighbor. He wasn't there. I don't I don't think any of it happened. And the kid? I did. <laughs> the, truly, that's the part that makes no sense to me. Oh, yeah. The kid, The I have my own take on the kid thing at the end. It, I think the kid's real. I just think it's a problematic part of the, the movie. Mommy! 
Uh-huh. Roger, you grew up, or Robert, whatever the kid but babysat. I will say, you know, you know, so I don't forget. I did appreciate, and I had my note, my notes. That's a nice moment at the end that both the father and son will now have traumatic Vietnam memories. Like that's nice. It bonds them together. He could but, put it in his book. I remember when Ben had all his skin. Oh God. <laughs> Thinking back to the opening of the movie, though, I love the the grocery delivery boy yes! with the classic brown Dude. bag of groceries. Yeah, and then he when he comes in, he like looks in the room. She'd be the first thing he sees, but he he's not allowed <laughs> to see her until the camera pans. Oh, uh, yeah, no, but you guys are missing the best parts of the introduction to this grocery boy because when he comes on the street, pulls the UE over to the yard, he rams the curb. <laughs> like he, he couldn't get another take where he just parks it. He straight up just dink. Like, I wanted to see more grocery boy. And then, and then when he goes in. They didn't give him a name. <laughs> he knocks and the doors open. He's like, Mrs. What's her? What was the aunt's name? It was like Mrs. Pearl or something like Ms. that. Miss Havisham. Miss Havisham. It's the grocery boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's something they have. It's a little yeah, rapport. The, the writers didn't give me a name. I'm just the grocery boy. Oh, man. And then the, yeah, the fact that he just like wanders around upstairs is hilarious to me, too. But then, exactly like you said, it's the classic. Opening a door where clearly you would have a line of sight of the whole room, but he can't see the far right corner until the camera does. That's one of y'all's favorite things that they only do for the audience that you guys love in horror movies. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's it's hilarious. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things where they do it in movies too, where someone disappears from the line of sight, but they're in like the middle of a grass field. That's not possible. <laughs> like they didn't fly away yeah and that happens multiple times in this movie yeah only after midnight though or before midnight i don't know around midnight around midnight only but i also love that like he had the brown paper bag and you know that that's just a prop because it's like the classic oh, like yeah. lettuce was hanging out the top of it yeah we've talked like, about this the classic <laughs> come from the grocery store movie bag where it's got the like baguette You've always got lettuce or some sort of celery thing coming out. There's maybe like a bag of potato chips. That's it. <laughs> Only to be set down or dropped or exactly. whatever. Dramatically yeah. dropped. <laughs> oh, it's Mrs. Hooper. That's mm. the uh, that's the name of the aunt. Which is, I guess, yeah. I that guess makes it's a mom's. lot of sense. I guess it's his mom's aunt or, or his mom's sister. sister. Because uh, his name's Cobb. Putting oh. that together. Yeah, corn. Corn cob on the cob, oh. yeah. Corn cob, Rob. The the funeral too, because because we didn't say so. The paperboy saw the aunt has hung him herself, him yeah. itself. Yes. First scare of the movie. First scare of the movie was Hardly. just hanging old lady. <laughs> she looked surprised to be there. Yeah, she was. She was surprised that it it worked. She, I th- I don't think she trusted the knot, and yeah. she was just as surprised as the paperboy. <laughs> but the funeral. Is so awkward. Yeah. Because, like, the pastor's just getting blasted by the rain, but holding the umbrella like a mile <laughs> above his head. Last, it's one of those, like, where clearly it wasn't raining that day, and there's some dude with a hose <laughs> off camera just spraying the people. <laughs> but <laughs> the guy next to him at the funeral is like, you know, I never thought she was crazy. You know, maybe eccentric, but she'd never do this. Now no, my wife. Now my wife, she's crazy. And that poor <laughs> and woman's next crying. to him just bawling her eyes out. <laughs> Who are they? I don't know. We never <laughs> and then contest. And then what, Roger thanks him for saying she wasn't crazy? Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was That's that That's not w- a compliment. I thought that couple was going to come back or something or have maybe they're the ones that, you know, 
like live next door or something. But nope. And then we're kind of given a flash into this, um, you know, Roger Cobb's kind of sad life right now of, you know, he's behind deadline on his next book. His wife and him are divorced because their kid went missing and presumed dead, I guess. Yeah, the gene, that was Miss World 1975. Oh, the, uh, the wife? Sandy was? Yeah. Oh. Tanya, no, no, yeah, Sandy. Yeah, <laughs> Sandy Tanya. Sinclair, uh, the actress Kay Linz. I, uh, I didn't recognize her. It's a fun fact. But yeah, that that whole thing was weird. The whole setup and the whole setup of the missing son doesn't seem like it's going to be the plot of the movie. It seems like it's a one-off. Right. Like, also looks like a little bit of a hijinks ensue. Well, yeah. <laughs> the car of. peeling away, and you're like, that's funny. Yeah, the fli- the clip of the kid disappearing actually did make me laugh because when he sees the car peel off and then acts like it's no big oh, deal. That's where weird. it's like, huh, that car peeled off. Oh, I guess we should check in the backyard and the kids in the pool. I was like, wait, why would you check in the backyard though? Clearly the car <laughs> took them, right? I thought that was gonna come back too, where it was I had so many higher expectations for this movie. It was sad. Cause I thought the twist was gonna be that the son wasn't in there, that somebody in the car did kidnap him. Like it was gonna be some weird, sad thing. Like it was basically gonna be like what happened in Minority Report. Remember where Tom Cruise's son is dead or kidnapped or whatever and that's not the mystery of the movie that's mm-hmm. just like a characterization plot point and i thought that's what the sun being missing was this because of how nonchalant it's brought up and not focused on until he's like the third act when he's in the house well because we knew that the painting hid something because there was a rag over it oh yeah i was like uh something something's under there and yeah it's the sun the whole tone of the movie was weird. It, like there were moments is like, should I be laughing or is this well, so this is, is this a comedy or this is considered a horror comedy? But I would argue they they don't they don't do enough of either. <laughs> There's not enough like legitimate funny moments. There's just awkward moments. The time I actually laughed out loud is when he was meeting his neighbor. And he's like, oh, yeah, the old lady used to live here. Just awful. Real oh. crotchet. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if someone came in and, you know, offed her right there. Like, well, that was my aunt. Heart of gold. Yeah, <laughs> that timing was good. Heart of gold, though. Heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> I, my genuine laugh out loud moment was not from an intended joke, but from that dude's V-neck sweater he wears. Shirtless. Yeah. Like, we were talking about like, all of his sweaters. It's not even just that one. That V goes almost Deep. to his b- belly button, and he is not wearing an undershirt. And then he sees Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. I thought, though, when he had that sweater, I because when you first see him, he's taken out of the trash. So I thought he just threw it on, and then later we'd see him in something else or like a shirt underneath <laughs> it. He keeps that on for at least like 20 minutes of the movie. I was, I was baffled by that decision. Cause it's not like it's not like that dude had anything to show off either. Yeah, or like that was a thing, a staple of the eighties. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty built. He know. had pecs. This just was so random. I mean, he was a nom man. Uh, Which, then, <laughs> yeah, the, the interaction with Tanya, we were like looking at each other, and then the neighbor's like, "Hot, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. Hot? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, the." The flash. Well, I guess the the first flashback to the kid missing was like that was when he was being like toured around the house, right? Mm-hmm. 
because that's when yeah. we learned how the kid was missing. And again, it was just him clipping hedges, even though the camera angle they chose made it look like he was missing the hedges. I thought that was funny. But then just do are we explained how the kid got taken by the house? It's just we're just assume he just no, got taken. I think he just vanishes. Wait, you you see him in the pool, but then everybody right. thinks he's crazy. Right. Well, was he actually in the pool? I don't know. Well, Wait, the, pool, the, the pool ends up being a portal as well. So maybe he fell in and then uh, Big Ben somehow grabbed him through the portal. Maybe. I hasn't yeah. really explained. Yeah, that's kind of a toss the house away. is haunted. The house is haunted. I do <laughs> la- Oh, speaking of laugh moments, I did laugh because I thought the uh, realtor was going to come back in some sort of mm. mischievous way because he was so weird in the movie. Like when he shot... The harpoon him just goes, oops. Yeah. Like, not even concern. It was just a genuine, like, ooh, that's funny. That that happened. Like, I thought that was so sinister sounding. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to come back into play. <laughs> that, you know, like, he was a delusion as well. Like, he's one of the monster things. Or I, we don't even know what the monsters are, but they're in the house. But, yeah, his first night in the house, there's immediately a haunting. Mm-hmm. And that blows my mind how – I guess that sets up the tone of how weird this movie is because he's in the living room doing the writing or whatever. Then he hears sounds upstairs, kind of spooked out, but goes and investigates, and it's just his aunt having a casual conversation with him. It's like, I lost. The house beat me. It tricked me. I don't know what to tell you, Roger. Yeah, and just hops up on the chair and it's just hangs himself. It was so shocking. Like, that was more horrifying than funny. I was like, holy shit, that's pretty dark. A lot of this, this movie echoes a lot of sinister, but worse. See, I thought of it, I thought of it like Evil Dead. Hmm. But he's it, not an author. Oh, that's true. But there's a book in that. <laughs> Necronomicon. Our season theme should be author uh, haunted house movies. Author-driven horror, mm-hmm. where it's <laughs> the main character's an author. But we're not allowed to do Stephen King. Because that's all his stories. Uh, <laughs> it should be a season of Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be terrible. <laughs> I did laugh. the With the house, I was a little confused because the flashbacks kind of blur the lines here because he told the realtor early that he grew up in the house. And when he's doing the tour of the house, he sees his old room with the weirdest wagon bed. Yes, incredible. I like... And he still fits in it somehow, because that's where he sleeps while he's there. I don't know if you guys caught that. That's yeah. crazy to me. But it said he grew up there, right? But then when the kid goes missing, it was obviously at that house. So were they just visiting? Like, was he helping his aunt, or did they still live in the house? It, it, he was acting like they were living there. Yeah, right? That's what I took from, and how the, the wife seemed fed up with the aunt, but it seemed like they were living there, like, taking care of her, which... That's not ever said. That's never uh-huh. explained further. And it wouldn't need to be like, a, oh, I'm going to move back in here. Like, I live. It would be an I live here. I don't know. It was bizarre. Also, how did the na- next door neighbor not remember him if he had lived there? I guess the neighbor could have moved later. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the, the all that was confusing. But I guess you could have just assumed that he was over there helping. Like, just keep taking care of the yard and whatnot and. But yeah, the her freaking out on the aunt felt warranted. Though the wife freaking out on her, the just like shut up, you old hag. Because the the aunt's like grinning, like the house took him. <laughs> really creepy. <laughs> like just smiling the whole time. It's like you. I've been saying it for weeks. The house took him. 
I don't I don't know where he took him, but the house done took him. It's like what? <laughs> the, some of the acting is so over the top that I think it's supposed to be played comically, but the tone doesn't reach it, so you have no idea what's going on. Her <laughs> art is also over the top. Yeah, very over the top. Nothing I would ever want to have on a wall. That's just it was just intentionally disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> so made. Also, she's like painting clues of the mystery of the house. Mm-hmm. But she's like not telling anybody. She's not like telling Roger, hey, I found these portals. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just bizarre. But is that first night when we get his our first flashback to, to Nam? Is that what we are? <laughs> these flashbacks, man, they killed me. The only way that they aged him was putting some a little bit of mud on his face, but then he just looked like a yeah, forty year old man. Yeah, making him look younger. <laughs> He's the oldest drafty in Vietnam history. <laughs> yeah, and Ben was annoying. Oh my gosh. I thought Ben was gonna shoot their commander just with the like at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was waiting for like a classic Vietnam song to come in. Like I was when he started the flashback, I was hoping like Fortunate Sum would just start playing and just be like, oh okay, so we're going back. But again, it's always nighttime in Vietnam for some reason. It's clear like the vegetation around them is straight up just like stuff you'd see in like a fake plant store. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. I didn't. It, it didn't look humid or like anything at all. There was yeah. They were not sweating. They were definitely in a soundstage with a, just a shit ton of fake plants they found at another set. Like it didn't even look like Jurassic Park or anything. It just looked like random flowers. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> and it looked like the same set. Every flashback was the same place. Took oh, place yeah. in the same they spot. They never made any progress <laughs> yeah. in their march. They set the camera up at a different <laughs> yeah. cardinal angle. So it's like over here. <laughs> Looking west. <laughs> Set up, but we're looking east now. And then, oh my gosh, just everyone. is the same four Viet Cong, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting shot over and over. I just like the, the, the Vietnam squad, too, where it was just all of them were the same. There was no, like, new guy. There was no, like, all these different you know, character types. They were all the grizzled, like, I've been in country for too long. I thought they would be, like, the guy that had the red uh, bandana. I was like, ah, he's got color. He's going to come back. I bet he's going to be hung up or something, and you're going to see his bandana. You go, whoa. Yeah. No, no. never see him again. And they're all the lieutenants, like, guys, somebody's got to take point. Why wouldn't anyone listen to me? Ah, <laughs> oh, shut up. Ah, <laughs> oh, shut up. This is Vietnam. Can't you tell? <laughs> I got a light machine gun. <laughs> the Big Ben prank with the cigarette, by the way, that means he kept a snake in his cigarette thing for a moment where mm-hmm. someone would ask him for a cigarette. <laughs> like, what if the snake was dead? Just like opening, like, hey man, there's like a dead snake in here. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you gotta Waited feed those long. things. <laughs> yeah, I think he ate half of your cigarettes. Oh well, no. Ben kind of wins you over in that moment, though. Like you're rooting for him the rest of the movie. No. Well, they don't establish <laughs> their friends. They make it seem like they he don't like him. each yeah. other. <laughs> Ben's an asshole. No one likes him. <laughs> then later, I would have died for you, man. Back in Nam. Would you have? I don't know. Yeah, the whole time me. you seem pissed off. Yeah. And like I, I was expecting Ben to like step on a mine or something. Yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna be a whole thing where he made like a huge mistake and got some people killed. Not a you didn't murder me when I asked you to, so now I want revenge. That feels like a weird 
weird guilt plot point. <laughs> and like the acting in that scene was very reminiscent of the first episode of Dark Place. Yes. Where the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you gotta just kill me. <laughs> I can't do that. Can't do that, man. I really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but they're being serious in this movie. Well, yeah, because Ben's like, I'm done for. You just gotta finish me off. With this kitchen knife. Yeah, like a <laughs> giant ass knife. It's like, you don't want him to shoot you or something? Something less painful. You gotta juke me. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta stab me. It's like, why? If you're dying, like, let's make this a peaceful. No, you gotta fucking stab me. All I have is this dull hot. butter knife. <laughs> if you don't stab me repeatedly, I'll haunt you. I'll haunt you forever. <laughs> kills me but yeah the, the vietnam flashbacks were by far the like the biggest afterthought of this movie and i wonder if they i mean i wouldn't say the costumes for the monsters and like the prosthetics for the monsters are you know crazy top notch but they're actually pretty good i expected worse for this movie you know what i mean mm-hmm. and I, I was pretty impressed like they did full body suit like Walking, there was a couple That's, scenes where you could tell that it was like really rubbery, but for the most part, I actually you think so. It. I thought half of them looked good, like the one in the closet the that closet he first sees was good, but then the rest of them I thought were terrible. But it was only on close ups that I thought they looked terrible, like when he's wrestling with the wife monster, which we haven't gotten to yet, that looked bad because like the face was very detailed, but the rest of the body looked super rubbery. The chimney ones were bad too. I chimney thought. ones made me laugh because, like, I thought they were gonna rip that kid in half. So did <laughs> I. So did I. I was like, "Oh, are we going there? Are we?" I thought he was gonna come out of the chimney with half of a kid's body. <laughs> oh my god! Like I was ready for it. This, then, this movie could have committed, and they just never did. To be honest, if they had committed, that would have added to the humor. But maybe not in the eighties. Maybe that's more of a modern, like. No, take. no, the 80s would have been perfect to, to rip a kid in half. <laughs> yeah, in the 80s, they're ripping kids apart all the time. It I mean, a, it was super fun. That was the whole slasher genre. We're just That's ripping true. and tearing teenagers. <laughs> well, that kid was a lot younger than a teenager. <laughs> Still a kid. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the him, when he comes out of the nom flashback and he's turns off the TV, like I rewound this next part because I thought, I was kind of writing a note down and I kind of missed it and thought I had just misinterpreted the scene. He turns off the TV with the remote control. Then there's a ghost version of his kid outside the window, right? Yeah, and he fades away. He turns it off with the remote. He turns his kid off, yeah. What? Am I crazy? Why is that acceptable? And then, then he goes upstairs and sees the closet monster, which, again... Actual jump scare that got me. I didn't expect that. That one's good. Yeah. I'll give him that one. Actually got me. Really scary, almost thing-like level monster coming out of the closet, scratching at him. Closes the door. I'm thinking like, oh shit, is he going to get out of the house? Is this going to... This is where it escalates. Nope. Cut to the next morning. (laughs) What? He stayed in the house? Like, nothing happened. And he set up seven cameras. He spent his entire book advance on cameras. (laughs) No tapes. No tapes. Damn it. That would have been a comedic moment if he had set up all the cameras, gotten the monster to pop out, and been like, played it back and was like, oh, I didn't put a tape in. (laughs) All those cameras, no tape. Also, some of the cameras, how was he going to set them off? 
There was like digital, not digital cameras, but cameras that don't have like timers and stuff on them. How was he supposed to take pictures? He had them all lined up. Oh, I thought they were just all video cameras. I no, not all of them. Yeah. There was like photography, like quick flash cameras. Well, clearly he wasn't of right mind. No. He, had, he found his Vietnam gear pretty quick. Yeah. I guess he just stored that as his aunt's house. That made me laugh that he went like full Vietnam gear on that situation. He loses it really yeah. quickly. Well, I was hoping that would be a twist where what the aunt was saying, I keep wanting to call her the grandma, what the aunt yeah, was saying. The old lady, the, the old, old hag. The old hag was saying about the house tricking him. I was hoping that meant, like you were saying, that none of it was real and he was just losing his mind. That's what uh, Fran's prediction was because he has taken the pills throughout too. Yeah, so or I thought thinking. he didn't take the pills. Did he end up taking them? I might have missed that. I thought he did. He was did trying he? to in one scene, and then he spilled them all in the sink. Ah, oh, damn child safety locks. <sighs> Get you every time. But yeah, the what are, I have some of my notes I'm still trying to decipher. Like I wrote down Yoo-Hoo Charlie. Oh, that was in the Vietnam flashback with Big Ben. That's what I'm thinking of because he's just walking around like, I'm tired of all this hat and... Yoo-hoo, Charlie. They're like, cut it out, Big Ben. It's like, what, you scared? <laughs> yeah, dumbass. We're in Vietnam. <laughs> we all need a Big Ben in our group. <laughs> everyone, everyone needs a Big Ben. But yeah, just like going through my notes, there's so many random quotes and stuff from the Vietnam scenes that I'm just like, what the hell? Oh, man. Oh, and then it, like it's randomly cutting, not cutting to, but he has his wife's TV show because his wife is like a TV star just on in the background. And I don't know if you cut caught some of the clips of it, but one of my absolute favorites was the, did you hear one of the lines from her show? She's talking to that dude and it's just, <laughs> it's I can't hide the fact that I've been a male prostitute my entire life. Yeah. When he's watching the boy. <laughs> That's the only line I caught. From the show. Like, um, wait, come again? Yeah, go back. Go back. Let's watch this episode. What's happening? <laughs> but it's just like a lot of random stuff like that. That I'm Plus, just like, How can you not hide that fact? Uh, unless you caught uh, yeah. a disease. I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh, man. It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. I just I have my notes are so all over the place. Like I have bass song written down, and at first I was like, "What's that in reference to?" Then I realized it's the Marlin freaking out when uh, the thing singing on the wall. Yeah, and I immediately thought of the "Take Me to the River." I forgot about the uh, what are these called? Singing, the singing bass, singing fish, something. Do you, I, do I, I remember that. I had a name. That was a thing for a while. I mean, that was still at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign. And then he gets uh, attacked by the lawn equipment, mm-hmm. which I think was supposed to be played for comedic effect, but I was kind of just confused. Like, why could the house control that equipment? But like at the time that that was happening, he went out there and got a shotgun and a pistol. Why didn't it control those? The house and can't then, open the doors. Yeah, and then why later would the the equipment attack the, the monster? And then that weird song starts playing. That the first song that plays in the movie is louder than the rest of the movie, <laughs> and it's so out of nowhere. I like it. I honestly, it didn't fit the scene enough to where I wish they should have. Ju- they should have done just like Dolly Parton's Nine to Five or some nonsense, just like completely off the wall. Well, just, I mean, the song was. It was like it a was. happy-go-lucky song, and like the lawn equipment hits the monster, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah," and then he's what? just like. 
chopping up the body to just this, like, we're working together, happy-go-lucky time. It's like, what is happening? Didn't he just kill his wife? I guess we skipped over that because the neighbor thinks his thinks Roger's losing his mind. Because he is. This is actually a good bro move. He take When he took the phone book, I thought it was, like, evil. I was well, like, oh, he's, he's like going to do something. Because he's, like, a super fan and he's, yeah. like, creep on him. I, and I thought he was, like, calling the wife to be like, oh, hey, you know what I mean? But he actually does a real solid bro thing, which, by the way, After he's played by... meeting him. What's that actor's name from Cheers? It's... Um, oh, we looked this up. Went. Yeah. Oh, George Wint. Yeah, George He was Wint. nice throughout the whole movie. He was great. A little intrusive. He calls the wife to say, I think your husband's losing his mind. He's talking about seeing monsters and whatnot. And so we, the audience, are tricked into thinking, because we find out later that's not the case, but we, the audience, are tricked into thinking the wife comes to check on him the next morning, and then she turns into a crazy monster, and he has to shoot her. But then when he shoots her, she turns back into a normal woman. So then you're like, oh, shit, did... Again, another point in this movie where we're like, oh shit, did this movie just turn super dark? He just murdered his wife or ex-wife. Like, that's crazy. But then it turns back into a monster and it's all over the place. Listeners, you have to see this monster. Google it if you're not watching the movie. It's, it's a, crazy a looking. bonkers looking. <laughs> it's bizarre. The monster, I wanted to look up who the monster design, like who did that, because I wanted to know if he's done anything else. Because it was ties fun. with the Friday the 13th movies really that's kind of surprising someone involved i did was actually jason for four of them really Mm -hmm. oh that's kind of interesting kind of a letdown to be honest because i mean those art movies aren't like oscar winning or anything but they're definitely a step up from this yeah the movie and the reason the movie was funny like they were trying to broach into new genres and comedy horror horror add some comedy I think we can trust this guy with humor now. (laughs) (laughs) I think this man knows humor. I don't know about you guys. Speaking of humor, the, well, it kind of relates to the garden tools thing. Cause when he's getting chased by the wife monster, the garden tools cut off the monster's head. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like a thing where he dodges it at the last second and it cuts the monster's head off. Like it's incidental. It goes right for it. It goes right for the monster. Like, is the house fighting itself? Like, what? I, I didn't get that. Did he trick the house? He, tri- he tricked the house. <laughs> I got him. I got him. You tried to trick me. I tricked you, house. And then we get the needle drop with that random song, and he's trying to bury the body in the backyard. But Tanya. But Tanya's just out there doing laps. You know, got to get that. She runs and she swims. She's all about cardio. I know when men need to work and when they want to play. <laughs> I I feel like I could spend two hours talking about the weirdness of the character Tanya and their interactions. Like, that line you just said clearly implies sexual intent. Mm-hmm. Their entire conversation implies sexual intent. Yeah. <laughs> the first time we met her, she's clearly trying to show off to Roger. They have a little like, oh, hey, hey, we're definitely going to bang later. <laughs> thing yeah and yet the next time we see her after the shenanigans of chopping up the body and the the dog getting the hand at the monster hand or whatever she shows up at the house uninvited and just says ready to play 
And you're like, oh shit, is he about to... <laughs> it's the landmine everyone wants to avoid when the dating apps these days. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because like at first you're... My first red she flag with Roger though... <laughs> First red flag with Roger, though, I was like, man, he just murdered his wife. Now he's going to sleep with this girl. This movie's taking some weird turns. Nope. Tanya, nope and nope. <laughs> nope and nope. Tanya has a child, and she is entrusting a man she has talked to once. Seen twice. Seen twice. <laughs> Not only trusting, forcing her Forcing child a babysitting job onto this man. What? And she kisses him on the mouth when she's leaving. Yeah, very, very bizarre. And that was like, what's the name of the kid? It's like, it's Robert. Robert. It's Robert because yeah, it's, it's close Robert. to his name. Yeah. But like, they come out of the bathroom Yep. and he was crying. <laughs> and she wasn't worried. Ah, uh, little guy just had to go to the bathroom. Had the, to make sure but he could the do mo- With the monster hand on the kid's back, that was, a, that was kind of a good little like, see, that's something that reminded me of Evil Dead. It was like that's some kind of like playoff of like oh no no look over there I gotta get rid of the hand like flushes the hand on the but toilet. But she's not creeped out when he yells at her. Stop! Don't you know like go after your son. I mean Roger lets this woman drop her kid off of the house. Like sure she's like oh thank you so much for forces like he could have been like no I'm getting ready to leave he could have th- he is in a haunted house that he knows multiple monsters are trying to get him and he's like no oh. Oh man, I guess I'm just stuck with this kid now. Oh, guess I need to bathe them. That's what I wrote in my notes. Is not only does this kid get attacked by monsters, Roger bathes him. You do not bathe another another person's child. I don't even think in the '80s that was okay. That no part of that was okay. And I get what the point they were going for with the kid being there was like it's reminding you of. So this is. So this is the part of the movie I was tricked again because I thought the kid was going to get taken and then it was going to be that whole thing of by Roger say, saving Robert, it's a symbolic gesture of he was able to save Jimmy. Son. Yeah. And it was going to be that whole thing of like he was able to move on. You're you giving him too much credit. Exactly. <laughs> I like I had all this thing. I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. He's going to deal with his Vietnam trauma duh, <laughs> and by saving this kid and, you know, moving forward with his life and yada yada. You know what I mean? Nope. Nope. You got dicked Wolf. Immediately. Got, saves the kid pretty much with little to no effort. Also, that didn't advance the plot at all. Nope. That whole It just showed, line. I guess well, it just that showed that there were us, more monsters. It gave us a reason why he's going to be in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I will say the, the kid, the little kid monsters from a distance, the one that like closed the door with the kid, the male. That was pretty freaky looking. That was like a, a big old note for me. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess it was just to show maybe that like the house can go after anybody in it. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But that shit was hilarious. The chimney, and then just the fact that he was like, yeah, I guess we'll just bathe this kid now. It's not my kid, but it's a dirty kid. Got to bathe him. And then like he he was stern when he told him like not to throw the sponge at him, and then he did, and he's like, why you little bless <laughs> black? You spank your little butt. <laughs> oh my gosh! I will say that kid's mullet was yes, solid. I was about to say sweet mullet. It was a very awesome child mullet. When Tanya comes back from whatever. Again, and there's no like, 
oh, there's no flirtation past that. It's literally like she goes prowling for men checking her out and then just forces her child on her. Like, do we know where she was going? To another man. Because that would have been funny. If she's like, I have, I've i got a date tonight. Will you watch it? Like, that that felt- actually would have been funny. What else is she doing at 10 at night? I don't know. Book club. Is a date. It was a date? Did she say a date? I think it was a date. No, no. But no. I think it was. Because that, see, but I think that would have been a good comedic moment of him being like, oh, I thought we were... Like flirting with each other, like no, 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 I'm going on a date with a normal individual. You're just gonna watch my child creeper and then just bounce <laughs> but, on yeah. that, bounce on that. But uh, yeah, that's so weird. The just he leaves the fact when he's babysitting the kid too that he leaves him alone. He's like, I guess I'll just keep working on my book, and that kid's fine over there. You're in a house you know is haunted that you know has monsters that are trying to get you. Wouldn't you be like? you know, looking everywhere, just keeping an eye out, like making sure that ki- nothing happens to that kid. You've already lost your son. You're like, oh, this little shit can just stay in that corner. I got to write my Vietnam book. Got to have another flashback about Big Ben. <laughs> one of them on the manuscript of his book, he had like a whole paragraph, like just one line through it. And under it, it said AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. No. <laughs> I missed that too. That's pretty good. I know his like his the title of it was like One Man's Story of Vietnam, A Tale of Vietnam yeah. or something like that. No. Nah, hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. It should have <laughs> just been called Big Ben, but like, and then do some sort of clock pun and then be like, Vietnam. Big Ben's time was up and I couldn't save him. <laughs> Because it was Nam. <laughs> and instead of his carriage turning to a pumpkin, he was tortured for 12 to 18 hours. But then he died. I couldn't murder my friend. And that has always stuck with me. If I could go back, I'd murder the shit out of him. Because he was Nam. And that's what we had to do back then. That old rusty knife he offered. That old rusty knife. That's what you did when you had a friend. You made sure you murdered him with the rustiest knife you could find. I mean, honestly, it... that knife looked pristine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was glowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's next when he finally finds the portal in the mirror. Uh, well, the, the, the I think next is he invites um, he invites his neighbor. Yeah, uh, the neighbor over to the and tricks him into the closet. In the raccoon. That's right. Which I thought was pretty funny. Him being like, "I got a raccoon in there." You I mean, know, the way just, he's talking. I kept thinking like he's going to kill him. Or... I thought he was sacrificing his neighbor to the monster for some reason. I was like, oh shit, is Roger taking a turn he's here? He's so manic. Yeah. And I guess he hasn't slept, but yeah, it was a whole weird thing. But I I weirdly did not expect the monster to come out of the closet. I thought it was going to be another fake out of just like, yeah, oh, I guess the raccoon got away kind of thing. He's like, oh, come on. Oh, and he's giving him the harpoon gun. He's like, you've seen one of these, right? It's like, yeah, every day, uh, every day. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he tells him to shoot him again, he's like, I can't. It's attached to the string. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. It's like, what, what, what do you expect? You give me one bolt and it's attached to a string. What is your thought process here? But yeah, that portal leads straight to Vietnam. <laughs> the closet portal... The because there's only three. It's the closet, the vanity mirror, and uh, the pool. Mm. The three hot spots of the house, which I still don't think happened. I don't think his neighbor came over. You don't think any of that happened? I mean, if his wife didn't come over, why would his neighbor have? I don't know. The cops came over. 
and the neighbor was with the cops. Uh huh. And then the neighbor left with the cops. Uh huh. But it's not like that was their first time interacting. So he has to have come over. So I mean, I'm you're just saying. No, but you're drawing a line that at a certain point he wasn't there, but other points he was. But why would that be the case? So you're telling me. I'm a teller. You're telling me. Our guy Roger goes to Vietnam. Yeah. Neighbor now finds a fifth of Jack somewhere. By the way, of the beer. Neighbor, conscientious objector. Just saying. He's wasted. <laughs> puts him on a couch during this whole fight with Ben, where he goes back to Nam. Well, because that Jimmy. was because that was in the day, and then he came back out, and it was nighttime. So he obviously the drunk neighbor woke up and was like, "Oh shit! I guess I should go back to my house." Roger, ma, screw it. Why he's not looking for him? I mean, it makes just as much sense as a mm-hmm. neighbor coming over to the house, being like, "Hey, I've talked to you once. Here's my child. I'll be back later." Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what actually happened and what didn't happen because clearly some things did not happen, right? So you're suggesting that like most of it didn't happen. I mean, you mean the portal part specifically? I don't want to believe that the house is actually haunted. So you, but because the whole point I thought of this movie was like PTSD from Nam, and then it's fed into because he has a crazy uh, aunt that killed herself. So yeah, the aunt's and, just a red herring. Well, and the trauma of losing his child. So you where know, was the like, kid the whole time then? What kid? His kid, Jimmy. I thought his kid was flipping abducted. I thought. Why it was did the too. car squeal out of nowhere if he didn't get abducted? Because he saw the kid drowning in the pool. He I was like, I don't whole, want to be accused of that. I want that whole end scene. Like the end to be fake, like he's he's actually burning in the house. Oh shit! No, <laughs> no I mean like he killed himself. Like, I, and when he was like fighting with the mirror with the like razor blade, I was like, ah, he's gonna he's gonna cut himself or something. Like, I think he's. I don't think it's real. It's too too happy. I can see what you're saying. But There's no way that kid was alive for years in the flipping mirror. It was nah, man. You weren't there, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> you weren't there, man. Oh. Right? To be fair, this movie pray, plays pretty loosely with the rules of reality. But like, why would the car squeal away? What was he doing? Red he hair. was late for a meeting. <laughs> I, mean, I guess. <laughs> I'm just a little frustrated because, like, I was like, oh man, maybe this is the first incident. You know, like his Babadook, where where it's like about grief and shit like that. And you're like, oh well, that's kind of real. And like the Babadook, well, representing grief. I thought that that's what, I thought that's what the house was doing for <laughs> oh, the guy with Nam. But Peter, but then I, it's real. Peter, you're falling into the same trap I ha- did throughout the whole movie, which is thinking this movie had some sort of higher intellectual arc. No, but that's totally what it was going for. It was trying to be serious with but, that. But him overcoming Vietnam was through a actual monster fight with the demon monster version of his frenemy, Big Ben. That did say, come back from the dead and run out of ammo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. Oh, shoot. Come back from the dead, I mean, run out of ammo. There's Ugh. a lot of issues, logically and tonally. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. We can all agree the movie kept us guessing in it ways really, we I mean, didn't yeah, expect actually, it yeah. to. Oh, man. That's- it wasn't predictable. This movie made me feel like the English teacher overanalyzing a short story where it's like the whole joke of the curtains blue represents the melancholy of the character kind of like attitude. (laughs) But really, this movie is just nonsense. It feels (laughs) like a first movie where they're like, oh, man, we're going to be serious. Obviously, I have some lighthearted moments, but I really want to tackle (laughs) Nam. Can we do that? I really want to tackle Nam. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just like, so let's go ahead and get to this climactic. It's, I used to call it anticlimactic ending because it looks like it's going up to 11 for a second when he finds the portal. And I love, I loved the moment of him smashing the mirror and then him like throwing the, the shaving cream. And he's like and waiting. Then, and then him like looking outside and being like, nope, yeah, there's no hole in the back of this. <laughs> Good. I was going to call him out on that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the first. He's like, well, let's be logical before I think this is actually a portal to another dimension. <laughs> he did what we were all thinking. <laughs> but then this guy's in the military and what he does with the rope is he makes it to where he can only go down. Yeah. Not a smart plan. And what does he encounter on his way down? A skeleton pterodactyl thing? That yeah. steals his shotgun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and shoots it. <laughs> see, I had see, I had missed that it stole the shotgun. So when he landed, I was like, why does he have a gun? Because he had the shotgun, and then I rewound it. I was like, oh, my God. You demon, missed that. That yeah, was, was incredible. Like, the demon bad thing stole his shotgun. It looked terrible. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Yeah, that was some pretty bad, like, claymation-esque, like, stop-motion stuff. That was, was not solid. And it was really late in the game to break that out, too. <laughs> you seen Heart of Darkness? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so he's transports right back into Vietnam. It's like he's there, man. And uh, his son's being kept as a prisoner of war. <laughs> 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 yep. Like, who was writing this movie? It's like, no, it's great, man. Like, what better way to deal with his trauma? You got to put his son in Vietnam. And, you know, like he's fighting his demons, he's also got to rescue himself, his son, <laughs> from the clutches. Good society. Society <laughs> from his, the clutches of the Viet Cong. Like, oh, it's going to blow people's minds. <laughs> So good. Like the kids not malnourished. No. He's like in he's the same clean. He's, he's like in a the bamboo same, cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long was he kidnapped for? Do we know? It had to have been like at least six months, right? I thought it had like oh, six or seven that months. Early? I thought it was or that soon I thought it was after? that rel- like relatively recently. I didn't really say they think. didn't. But the ant was still alive. Oh shit, you're right. The ant was still true. alive, so uh, it had to have been relatively recent. Otherwise, I like because for a little while I thought it was years, and then I was like, "There's no way." Why not? They should have Jumanjied it, where like he finds somebody in Vietnam that's like helping him fight the Viet Cong when he like drops in there, and he realizes his son. He's like, "I've been trapped in here for years fighting <laughs> the Vietnam." War. Dad, take this. Ever since I was five, I've been fighting the Vietnam War. <laughs> The, the like leader a, of the Viet Cong is Ben. Yeah, exactly. And then they have just the showdown. And the, and, <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> and what looks like Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, he... Uh, don't they, like, dive into the water and swim out through the pool? Well, he's like, she's coming back. And then he's like, who's she? Or whatever. He says someone's coming back. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's Big like, Ben. Right? Yeah, he's implying oh, Big Ben, I think. He's coming, he's coming back. back. Yeah. I heard a shit. Because I think you're supposed to wonder, like, who's in charge of Who's behind this whole thing? Yeah. Was it the Viet Cong? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. But yeah, that's what happens, right? He, like, gets his kid out of the cage. They dive into the water and come out yeah. through the pool, right? 
Yes. And so I'm supposed to believe Roger's aunt is also fighting the Viet Cong. <laughs> she has her own demons. She didn't go into the portal. She knew the portals. But I don't think the portal's the same for everybody. I think the house is supposed to be a conduit for whatever's plaguing the person. Oh, I mean, they definitely could have been explained better because it'd be... What was plaguing in, the ant? So, well, we saw her art. Think about it this way. You know, why the lawn would, tools. Why would the house sole devil like portal thing take you to fucking Vietnam? It was a big deal, Mark. <laughs> the house was super shaken by Vietnam. It went to all the protest. It, it really fought for peace. <laughs> Never got what it wanted. Well, Maybe didn't, the, the ant made it. Didn't the ant say at the beginning, like, the house knows you better than you right. know yourself? So it knows, the house knows what you're dealing with. So what are those kids in the chimney? What are those Well, see, but be? they looked like kids. So maybe it was just tricking the kid into thinking it was other kids that he could play with. Because the mom said he loves to play. The kid, Robert, had his own demons. <laughs> As a he three-year-old. Had, he had his own <laughs> nom stories. <Yeah>. <laughs> Mama wanted me to share, and I didn't want to. <laughs> it was a lot like Nam, really. <laughs> I got dirty, and a strange man gave me a bath. <laughs> yeah, you know when she gets home, and she asks how baby she was, and the kid brings that up. She's like, Arr! <laughs> like uh, Your hair what else like happened? Old spice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fine. We had a sponge fight. It was a whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my son. <laughs> my son, what have I done? <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, but they come through the pool. Then Big Ben, who's now a monster thing, is chasing him. And I guess he's supposed to be the big bad, but shows up way late to have any sort of like, oh, so. Because it doesn't even make it seem like he's the one controlling everything. Because it's still implied the house is doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, And he's still like kind of funny. So it kind of takes away from some of the. Well, yeah. and And again. Because it's not a, you let me die. It's not a, you got me killed. It's a, you didn't murder me when I asked you to. <laughs> because the implication is he's tortured. Well, yeah, he, he says got that. tortured. Yeah, he said. got tortured. But at the same time, he's like, you're. he tells Big Ben, you're going to be okay. I'm going to get you help. So it's not like he just left him and ran away to like do nothing. Like. He went to go get him help. Like, I understand the guilt of like letting your friend get captured, but the demon monster being like, you, you didn't murder me when I asked you to. Like he says murder at one point. Insane. <laughs> like it's just a bonkers idea. And I can't believe that that was like the crutch of the drama at the end of this. Also, just to like, cause it's chased different places. The he runs out of ammo thing. The, ends up at the front door. Tell he teleports around. It's like a weird fight scene, but it's so anticlimactic that the ending is like this. Through the power of belief, I've defeated you, because it's just like you can't hurt me, and you can't hurt my child. He's like, wait, no, don't. I'll I'll do it. Like, and he just can't. Like, I was so lost. Well, like, because I think the point is the tackling of his demons. You know, being like I. I can overcome that somehow and like get symbolic. over my fears. But why couldn't he hurt him? Like, why couldn't Big Ben hurt Roger? Because he wasn't real. But if the other monster could hurt him. I know. I know. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> I know. 
But that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the point. Is that some of them were real and some of them he's weren't? Giving, he was giving his fears the power over him to hurt him. And then he's like, I don't need to do that because my son's alive. Blah. But uh, <laughs> but he didn't know the thing was in the closet when it jumped out at him. I, I'm not, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know just make it better, man. <laughs> it's I can't, meant to be like, analyzed. Peter, just take this knife. I, you should kill me, okay? <laughs> take this script. Take this script and just kill me, okay, Peter? It. <laughs> Don't let it get made. <laughs> I'll get you for this, Peter. <laughs> you let me go to the box office. <laughs> you didn't pull the plug when you could have. I'm coming for you. Thanks to you, I got five sequels. I'm coming for you and your son. <laughs> but didn't he like try to chop off his hand and he looked down and he did. He chopped off his hand and then he's like, oh, it's still there. And that's when he realized. That's all it took. That's yeah. when he realized. Wait. I don't believe in you anymore. I, I am, believe in myself. I am Vietnam. <laughs> oh, man. I have accepted myself, and I am Vietnam. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, then he... But, again, like you were saying, if it wasn't real... So, what set the fire off was he pulled the pin on a grenade that Big Ben had, and then the grenade went off. And then that started the fire, and then he heroically comes out of the house with a kid as the wife pulls up in a taxi perfect timing well i mean i think it's very similar to when he shot the shotgun but then actually apparently shoot his wife he still shot the shotgun he shot the monster did he i think peter is arguing that he didn't but he shot the shotgun and then the, yeah they heard it yeah so i mean he could have set a fire somehow there's no way that there's a flipping grenade <laughs> It was back from Ghost Nom <laughs> through the portal in the pool. I don't know, man. Like, Did you watch the rest of this movie? <laughs> I did laugh at the very end, though. It of, sucked. I, I, dude, but I laughed when it's the... All smiling and shit. Yeah, where it's the the kid being like, Mom, and runs to her. He's and then the it's him looking at the camera like, Oh, Roger, you've done it again. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's like him freeze smiling. Frame. Yeah, freeze frame. I've overcome Chris. my demons. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks over at what was the neighbor's name? Harold. Hey, Harold. Jesus, man. Dun, 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 dun. Better ending. <laughs> that was something I would have liked in the movie. Second hit. glance cameos. Second glance cameos. A better ending. I was just thinking more of the, uh, like, br- inviting, like, a pastor or a priest or something to try to do the exorcist thing on the house would have been funny. <laughs> I would have loved to see that in this movie. Yeah, that could have been, handled like a, this. Yeah, it could have been a fun twist. Like the guy from the funeral. That's when he could have come back. Yeah, exactly. From the dead. From the dead. In a world where <laughs> Nam is in your bathroom <laughs> <laughs> and your child's a prisoner of war. <laughs> Roger Cobb says no. You can't hurt my son. <laughs> yeah. And you can't hurt me. <laughs> House coming this fall. <laughs> heart of gold. Heart, heart of gold, though. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I missed in my notes, but it was just like, it was so all over the place. And it's so, it's so tonally crazy. And like you said, there's, there's a darker movie in in here that could no, be just as funny. The, the topic is dark. Like they really attempted to tackle, I guess, PTSD from Vietnam. It's like, oh, Jacob's Ladder, good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like, so if you tweak things, so if he actually killed his wife, 
he the kid gets ripped in half. Oh. Maybe yeah. the Robert. neighbor dies or something too. Like if some like a lot a few more darker shit and then at the end it's kind of a is it real or is it not ending? And I think you do it kind of in a tongue-in-cheek way. I think this is like an amazing dark comedy, dark horror comedy. Could have been. Mm-hmm. But, John, like you said at the beginning, the tone just doesn't go either direction. It's not lighthearted enough to be funny, and it's not dark enough to be scary when it needs to be. So it's just like you're just in the middle. You're just not <laughs> knowing how to react. Like you said, it's the whole, like, am I supposed to laugh at this? I guess I should laugh at this, right? Like crazy. But there I think there's a darker comedy hidden in this. Yeah, you take the haunted house aspect out. It's either a haunted house or a haunted man. You can't do both and then make sense. But what if the haunted man had to fight the haunted house? Oh wait, that's this movie. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we watched it. It's called House. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so surprised this movie has like nine sequels. It's Does it crazy. really? It has a ton. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I knew it had at least one, but because it started trying to play the next one after. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Give oh, me wait, a moment. Okay. Give me a moment. So, <laughs> Let me digest what I just watched. So I'm exaggerating. It has its house, the second story. Great title. <laughs> the second story. <laughs> second we were story. On the second story, half the movie. But that's just, come on. You uh, have yeah, to get it. That's yeah. a great title. It's fine. But it's a new house. House three, the horror show. Pretty lame. And then it's House Four: The Repossession. That's still way that's more. That's actually funny. I like Repos- the Repossession. I thought the I house, think Repossession yeah. or the Renovation would have been kind of funny, but uh, yeah, Second Story is that's a good one. Not the movie. I haven't watched it yet. I just mean title wise, that's pretty mm-hmm. solid. I don't know. It's what a wild ride. But again, like I said at the beginning, I have such distinct memories of the Monster Wife. The hand in the toilet specifically, and then him talking to the cops with the shotgun being like, oh, it's cleaning and it just went off. Like, I don't know why those scenes stuck out the most. I guess, like, the the hand in the toilet is understandable because, like, when you're a kid, there's always that. Hands don't go there. (laughs) I don't know how I... It also fit in the pipes. Hands don't go there. Oh, if you watch... I mean, if you're watching the scene, the, the, the... the toilet has no bottom. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's a it, that might be a fourth portal. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a funnier portal is if he had to go through the toilet to Vietnam. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh my god! I'm not saying the country is. I was saying <laughs> <laughs> shit. Okay. Wait, we didn't talk about how Ben got lassoed off the kitchen floor into the. Ocean. Oh, into the ocean because there was the random moment where for some reason the house was on a cliff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that threw me for a loop. I was kind of confused. That was an unintentional pun, by the way. The, uh, <laughs> I didn't understand why that happened. Why was the cl- the house suddenly on a cliff? I think to show that we're at the climax. Oh, because it was the to up peak. the stakes a little bit. Up the stakes. There were no stakes. But yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, he got pulled into the ocean, then he's in the next room over. Yeah. There there just were no stakes. Like, if it had been that woman's kid had gone missing, like, if it had gotten taken and he had to go find it and rescue it, mm-hmm. that would have risen. Name. It's, it's Robert uh-huh. Mullet. Robert Mullet. The <laughs> <laughs> Robert Mullet pattern. That would have uh, raised the stakes a little bit. That would have made it more of a deeper, like, oh, he has to get over the trauma of his son. Um, I don't know. It was just so weird. 
it would have been cool too if like instead of his son it could have been him when he's growing up and he had like a traumatic childhood experience as well as having to go to nam mm. <laughs> and you don't realize that till the end that he was the that he's jimmy well, that he it, was kidnapped i mean that would be interesting because you're like saving yourself you know there there is a story in that as well Oh yeah where it's he just didn't re- like he's blocked it out mm-hmm. and then he as he's in a house he's realized he was taken before yeah huh. i could see that house house <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it, it's just like it's weird how much of this movie really hinges on the whole his son being kidnapped when the first act and most of the second rarely touches on it. Yeah. Like there's the flashback of the kidnapping and then there's the phone call with the FBI agent. That's pretty much it. I don't know. It's weird. Just looking through my notes though, there were a couple other things that I laughed at. Like when the wife's introduced. Oh, they turn up the music. No, yeah, the turn off the music thing, and then the fact that she's like, "Hey, I'm at the awards." Yeah, I didn't win. It's like, does it say the name of the awards? You don't know if it's the Emmys, the Golden Globe, nothing. Like, why are you calling again? I'm at I'm at the awards. This movie was before the Academy Awards, was it? That's not true. Of course, it's not true. I was like, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, just um, I love that. Just her being on the phone, like, "Hey, I'm just I'm at the awards at the Nickelodeon oh. Teen Choice Awards." <laughs> I didn't get slimed. I didn't about to get slimed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get Teen to, Wet Dream of the Year. The dude <laughs> trying to take a photo with her while she's still on the phone was my favorite. Like, <laughs> so weird. Also, I wrote down in my notes, when he goes into his apartment, he goes to the fridge, and he acts like horrified by the sight of just TV dinners. And then he throws the entire box into the microwave and starts it. That's a man. He doesn't take Classic it. bachelor. Like, you don't throw the whole box in. They don't teach you that in Nam. <laughs> like, that's insane. No one thought about that when they were filming it. He, like, nonchalantly tosses it completely in the package. Not defrosted, nothing. Just into the microwave. I think before we throw shade... <laughs> Uh, we need to get a historian from the 80s. Maybe that's what they did with their TV dinners. There's no way the box would catch on fire. Maybe I mean, they were made of different things. There used to be cocaine and coke. That's all I'm saying. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but that blew my mind. Yeah. He microwaved an entire box. <laughs> I know. And then when he's doing the fake like poker game thing, which was sad for the main reason of when she asked, oh, who's over? He couldn't think of any of his friends' names. That was kind of sad, yeah. <laughs> but when he's talking to the FBI guy, too, I wrote down, he's like, you know, so you'll, you'll give me a call. And then it's a bunch of mumbled nonsense of like, oh, and from the CIA, he said to stop calling. He's like, oh, okay. Who was he contacting the CIA? Like, I thought, I heard the CIA line took a note. <laughs> And was like, is that going to come back? Like when he was in Nam, was there a CIA I guess thing? just to show you as being persistent and taking all avenues he could to find his kid. But again, that felt so nonchalant. It wasn't like he was... If he had done that, he would have found the portals to Nam much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like he kept going back to the house to see if he could find some clue or something. It was just like a once you know phone call. Why did he even come up with the idea of breaking the mirror? in the first place like he saw his kid because the art in the mirror right like i thought he was gonna rip the mirror out of the wall and there was gonna be a portal would have broken the portal (laughs) had to be through the mirror (laughs) that actually would have been really funny if he just broke he's like oh shit (laughs) 
Guess I gotta go through the toilet. <laughs> gotta, go, gotta go through the toilet. <laughs> Plan B. Oh, man. But yeah. I mean, do you guys have anything yeah. else? Number two. I feel like y'all have already answered how would we fix this, but uh, I feel like there's a mixed op- missed opportunity with the freeze frame at the end for them to play the soundtrack and be like, she's a brick. House. And then it just like ends. I think I audibly would have just been like, you've got to be shitting me. Like With that grin, though. Yeah, the freeze just a freeze frame of him. <laughs> yeah, it just can't be real. I can't. What it would have been nice, a good freeze frame moment would have been with your thing if um, the neighbor had come over and said something and implied like that they'd never actually met before or something weird. Where it was like the neighbor came over and was like, hey, man, uh, live next door. Like, what happened to your house? <laughs> your house is on fire. Shit's on fire, bro. <laughs> hey, man, your house? <laughs> you uh, going to do anything about that? <laughs> what do you think of that scary movie joke with the Tom, I'm going to need a ride home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, Peter, I, I, I see what you're saying. But at the same time, I think you're doing the same thing I'm doing, which is trying to give the movie more credit no, than it deserves. But it's also so anti-80s horror, too. Like, it wouldn't be that. They have those all the time, and then 10 seconds later, it's like, ooh, it's all a dream, or like, oh, it's still alive. Like, they're never happy. What if they reversed Jacob's laddered it? Well, I guess it wouldn't be reverse Jacob ladder. It'd be Jacob's ladder with a different slightly different ending where he wakes up and he's just in Vietnam. He's like, I had the weirdest dream. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, you were there. (laughs) Yeah. It's wizard of Oz. Ben, you were there. Unnamed extra. You were there. Other unnamed extra. You were there. There's a guy looking like Quasimodo and the (laughs) raccoon. It's like, and you were there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go fight the Viet Cong. And then that just credits roll. Yeah, the opening credits of Platoon. Yeah, just Platoon music starts playing. Charlie Sheen has, you're like, what in the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. It's like, meet the new guys, and it's Charlie Sheen. Like, shows up. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> a fake horror film into Platoon. That's how we fix it. <laughs> Hard to argue. Oh, man. I don't know what our next horror movie is going to be. I was talking to Peter about maybe doing... Um, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, I think that's on Comcast right now. Did you have you seen it? John? I have not. Uh, have you seen it? Peter? I've seen it. I've seen it. I saw it a while ago, but I, when it first like came out to streaming. But I'm I'm want to watch it again. And John, I think you'd like it. And I definitely think it'd be fun to talk about. So better than this movie. It is. That's good. But that's a kind of a low bar. Wait, is this worth our time? Oh yeah, I completely skipped over it. Sorry. Um, I would say. I kind of this is one of those movies I kind of wish I had watched with you guys. You know what I mean? I think this would have been a fun group drinking movie. Yes, where like we would where we would have like laughed through it and had fun. I think watching it by myself, I was more like puzzled. I was more like trying to put pieces together that weren't there. I was looking for portals to Vietnam and I couldn't find them for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) 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 That's a good quote to put on the poster. Yeah, that's going to be in the description. It has you guessing for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> some some keys don't open any locks. Or <laughs> some locks aren't meant to be opened. I don't know. There's some portals there. to Vietnam aren't meant to go down, man. But uh, yeah, I, w- I would say 
in a group setting worth your free time. Don't watch it by yourself. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Not. I don't ooh, think it's worth it. Okay. It's short, which is yeah, good. I guess because <laughs> I can't find. I can never find the stop button. I just have to finish for something. Right. Well, there it goes. <laughs> they got it short. It's like a bonkers. Mo- I thought you were gonna use the word bonkers a lot more tonight, which it is. <laughs> yeah, and use it once. Yeah, I did. did. I, I did once. use bonkers. <laughs> I think once, but it wasn't like as fun as some of the other bonkers movies we watched, in my opinion. I had fun trying to solve a puzzle that wasn't there, mm-hmm. but again, I think we would have enjoyed it more if we were drinking and like hanging out together while yeah. watching it. That makes anything more fun. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. asterisk. It requires your concentration only to to reassure you that you didn't miss anything. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, this might be like a weird form of like a movie litmus test where if you're watching it and you follow along, you're like, no, I got it all the way through. Like it was very great thought out plan. You're like, oh, okay. As opposed to sociopath <laughs> telling me what I want to hear. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, but we'll keep doing a couple more horror movies and then we'll, try to move on to a new theme soon i'm ready i'm ready to move off of horror into something else i think it'd be fun to do like historic fiction or something that was this one that was historic (laughs) fiction vietnam war (laughs) fiction but yeah um uh, but again i don't know if we'll do scary stories tell in the dark but that's my suggestion for next time if we do something else then we'll do something else yeah (laughs) like peter said more questions than answers from us oh man (laughs) okay well i'll see you guys see you guys next time oh bye (laughs) thanks for having us (laughs) 